Hello there, traveler. Take a seat and share a pint with us, as our heroes are summoned to an important meeting in the city of Fairhaven. Their journey is about to begin in... The Flames of Eberron, Chapter 1, Part 1. This is, for context, this is uh, a continuation of a campaign that we played o- almost a year ago. No lie, really? What? Yeah, it was that long ago. That we played a year ago, and we played for a short while, um, where you guys did a bunch of stuff in a kingdom, and basically for your guys' knowledge, um, the dude you were looking for was bad. Which dude? The, the dude that came in at the very end at the dinner. Was the dude? You and, uh, what's her name? You and Saffron killed him. Because <gasps> uh, he was plotting against the queen. Oh, it did? What? But that then basically you guys dramatic. were like... Must have drank. But then, but then basically you guys were like, eh, let's get out of this town. And then Enoch got a letter from his old clan being like, we need you come, to come back. And then Saffron went with him. And then you guys have been traveling for the past... Did they say goodbye? Yeah. Could be like do anything special. Drinking? Hugs? Yeah, drinking, hugs. Oh. Kisses. What? Um, so you guys Seems appropriate. So then you guys traveled for uh Ivor, Cosmo, and Serafina traveled for a little bit. <clears throat> they headed up north uh, until they got to the city of Fairhaven, which is where this campaign takes place. Man, I hate cities. Where you, uh... I know, why'd you decide that? Started to visit. You guys probably were like, let's go to this city. I was like, oh. Well, it's where all the trade and supplies and stuff is. No, because he cared about us too much now. So, you guys... sleep real close to you with my needle blank. So, you guys, uh, came into the city and spent a day or two in it, and then one day you're walking down one of the one of the thoroughfares and uh, or thoroughfares and uh, heard some commotion coming from a alley nearby. And when you went to go, Ivor was like, well, we need to see if someone's okay. And so you went to go see and you saw a gang of, of people all surrounded uh, around what looked like a child. Uh, but then when you went to go see uh, what it was, you saw that there was a big fight going on between this one small person in the middle and then this group of people. Um, <clears throat> you stepped in and helped the person and it revealed that it was actually uh, someone that you become close friends with, uh, Double Lock, who is a gnome barbarian. And uh, she is very thankful that you helped her out in a tough situation. So she figured she would get you an in with... Uh, what she does in the city, which is she is a recruit slash mercenary for the local guard of the Fairhold. Um, and uh, it's basically an under-the-table service that the guard creates um, to so that they can save face but deal with a lot of shady stuff that goes around the city. So, are you a cop? That's <laughs> mercenary and recruit. Yeah. Right? For the city, distrust. <laughs> Basically, you do jobs and deal with miscreants and go out and do things for the guards. That oh, so we're all cops? You're not, <laughs> no! you're not cops because 
you you to the public you look normal. You basically are yeah. like, hey, are we here, like go agents of Shield from that other world. I guess sort also, of, but you're not superheroes. It's basically like, hey, go do this thing. Here's some money. Mm-hmm. I like oh, money. Okay. When so you complete it, you when you complete it, you get more. And so you're kind of just like recruits in that sense. So we're all recruits. So she she so brought you she, she brought you into it, and ah, basically you get free housing, nice. food, uh, while you're staying in the city and doing these. Things. Things. Do we have a home right now? <laughs> no, you live in a you live in an inn. Yeah, which is but like you have your own rooms. Do they compensate for the inn? Yeah. Sweet, nice. <laughs> Room and board. Room and board. Not so much with the distress now, huh? Nah, I'm pretty distressful still. Oh. <laughs> no, he's, it's hard to get through there. Yeah. So where we pick up now uh, in the Flames of Eberron campaign is it has now been a few months you've been in the city. Um, it's uh, currently early spring. You just went through uh, a winter uh, period. Uh, Fairhaven, as you have uh, discovered uh, from just like, you know, searching and reading about what the area is, is this is the continent. Uh, So for your audio listeners that are listening right now, I'm very sorry that you can't see this, but basically I'm showing a map of the continent, which is Kovari from the Eberron campaign. Uh, You traveled, you were down here in the Zilgaro area, and you traveled up north here to the Aundar territory. And Fairhaven is the capital. Ah, oh, we're not so far from my home. So you guys are. <laughs> What's your home? The demon. The demon lands. The demon wastes. Demon waste. <laughs> so, uh, so this is the capital city of uh, of Aundar, and it's called Fairhaven. Um, yeah, you spent the past few months here um, as mercenaries for the Royal Guardsmen of Fairhold. Uh, it's early spring as you all wake up in uh, the inn that you've been staying in, which is uh, called the Warden's Pit. Um, it's an inn tavern, and it's used for recruits uh, like yourself or other soldiers that come through the city and stay in because it's close to where. Um, it's uh, actually in this area. So the, the city is broken up into four sections, into four wards. So there's uh, the north one, which is called the Jurasco Ward. That's the Jurasco Ward. Uh, then east is the uh, Furuno Ward. Then the south one is the Brevet Ward. And then the one that you guys are currently in, I'm going to spell this for you later, is the uh, or- Oren, Orion Ward. So you're basically living right here in kind of the southwest area because that's where... Uh, uh, that's where like the main, um, uh, what's it called? Um, words. Um, so wait, so north is Jurasco. Jurasco, which is J O R S A C O. East is Florino, which is F U L I R N O. I know which are. You too. South <laughs> is Brevet, B-A-R-V-E-T-T-E. And then West is Orion, which is O-R-I-E-N. So we live in Orion? Yes. 
and more of the, the south, pit? more in more in the south west, the, the warden's pit, which is the inn and tavern. And so uh, you all wake up, a bright new day. Um, what you have been asked to do is this morning you are to meet Major uh, Kosev Belrem, uh, who is kind of your commanding leader in this troop. Um, What's the name again? Kosev Belram. Uh, and he's. Another Belram. <laughs> and he's the commanding officer in your troop that you've been answering to uh, for the past while. Um, and he has a task and a new. Uh, 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 a new. Not challenge. A, a new mission for you to go on. Um, and he wants you to meet you there and meet at his offices in the morning. So you all wake up. Uh, as one by one, you wake up into your rooms. Uh, Ivor, you wake up, uh, do your little morning prayer uh, to the Silver Flame, as you are the cleric of the group, the half-orc cleric. Um, as you put on your chainmail and get all your stuff ready, head out for the day, you head downstairs to get food. Uh, question for everybody, did you guys drink the night before? Yeah. Yep. All right. Obviously, I'm in a city. Constitution. I like to make. I like. I would love for you to make a Constitution saving throw, Roddy. <laughs> and he lost his dice immediately. Uh, it's, it's a fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen plus. Oh yeah. Constitution. Constitution is plus three, so seventeen. So seventeen. So yes, you had a, a healthy amount of alcohol and mead and and. Uh, and stout the night before, but you got a very strong stomach, and you're holding ah, it all in. Um, I can handle my boobs. As then, uh, Cosmo, you stretch and wake up in the morning out of your bed. Next you to Cougar. You next, all, to, next to Courage. You all got your own beds. Uh, is is Courage sleeping in the bed with uh, you? Yeah, obviously. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> our tiefling ranger, who has uh, his, his pet panther Courage... Motherfucking courage. Motherfucking courage. <laughs> as uh, enemies know him as. <laughs> uh, I'd like you to roll a constitution saving throw as well. It's a ten. Ten total? Mm-hmm. You're feeling... You might have had a bit too much. Mm-hmm. Nothing Nothing that if maybe some coffee can't handle. Okay, okay. You know, or, there's a little bit of a hangover, like but another, nothing... Maybe a little another morning stout? Just maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, yeah. Um, as you get up and you start putting on your boots and, and, and your jacket, getting your all your uh, equipment ready, uh, you notice on the nightstand next to you um, a little envelope. It has your name written on it, and next to it is a little sack, uh, what presumably mm-hmm. is a sack of coins. Mm. Uh, so you look through it, and it's actually about 120 coins. And uh, if you'd like to take this letter, yeah. <laughs> we look it. That's a that's a letter for you. Woo! Um, Serafina, uh, who is played by Nisa, who is our uh, halfling monk, is not here currently in this recording. She'll be here in a little bit. Uh, she's running late. Um, she wakes up and gets her all of her uh, nicely 
uh, Mayor and Robes together, gets down, uh, meets you guys there for breakfast and coffee, and then uh, coming down after her, you see uh, Double Lock come down. Uh, and you all know each other, um, like Ivor, um, green skin, pretty big, looks scary from the outside, but you've come to know that he's such a very In nice comparison. and caring person. To like double up. If I were to stand beside her, she's about three feet tall. Well, she's so she's so half like, your height. To like, oh, okay, that's not bad. <laughs> she's smaller than she's smaller than Serafina. Okay, she's a gnome. So she's the small like that gnome. gnome. Um. So yeah. So uh, the half orc in your party. He looks scary from the outside, but you've come to know that he's actually a very nice person. Uh, and then you got uh, Cosmo, the tiefling, and. Bit of a brash fellow, uh, demonic looking, but uh, he's not too bad of a guy. He's got a nice pet co- uh, pet panther, hmm. which is actually much, the panther's bigger than you. Yes. Um, and then Serafina, who is the halfling, just a little bit taller than you, um, but also uh, comes off sometimes a bit brash, but is a caring person as well. And you see uh, Double Law come down the stairs with her... Uh, olive-colored skin. Uh, she has bright red braided hair down to her lower back. And you see that she's just wearing regular clothes, no armor or anything, just some gauntlets, some sturdy boots, and carrying a giant mall hammer that is bigger than her. But she's carrying with ease. <laughs> this hammer to even you, Roddy, is huge. It's bigger than your mace. Oh. But she's just carrying it with these, and this is her, her trusty hammer that she has carried with her since uh, day one that you met her. Uh, Amy, I'd like you to roll a constitution saving throw now. Which one? So you roll a d20. This one? Yep. And... Fourteen. Fourteen? So yeah, you you feel a little girl in your stomach, but nothing that you haven't handled before. Yeah. Uh, so all of you get your din- get your breakfast in, have some coffee, maybe a little morning drink, um, and Definitely you're told skip. to go down the street and meet up with uh, Major Kosev, uh, who has his new mission for you. As you walk down the streets in uh, Fairhaven. You notice, um, as you've seen it for past little while you've lived here, but you see how vibrant the city is in a way. It's uh, made uh, primarily of old white stone and carved white stone, um, dark oak trees and uh, and clay, uh, nice brightly shingled roofs. Um, it's uh, obviously from the map that you guys can see. It's very, it's laid out in a very specific grid style, all till the center, um, which the center is the uh, is the uh, uh, castle Fairhold, which is, or the Tower of Fairhold, which is where um, all the government buildings take place. And it's basically a twenty foot, twenty story tall tower that looms over the entire city. And it's uh, made of alabaster, and it's just this bright white beacon, basically, in the middle of the city. Um, as you walk through the streets, you see people starting their day, opening their shops. As you head towards uh, the buildings that um, uh, the uh, that the uh, 
army and guards of Fairhaven uh, kind of start their day. It's basically their barracks. And as you walk in, you make your way through. Uh, you go into a meeting room where you see it's just a simple table, nothing too crazy, chalkboard on the side. Uh, and there sitting is uh, Major Kosev. Uh, he is a uh, darker-skinned dwarf. He's bald, but he has this big, black, woven beard. It's, like, bushy, but so detailed, intricate, that it's mesmerizing. Um, And he sees you all come in and just says, All right, you're all here. Good. Uh, If you don't mind, we're just going to wait on one more person, and then we'll uh, start this meeting. Uh, A few moments later, you see a familiar face to all of you, um, uh, Lieutenant Salem Grimm who is actually uh, a very good friend to you all, as he's been kind of the one that's been helping you out on all of your missions in the city. Um, And he walks in. Uh, He's a human male, late 20s. Uh, He has kind of shoulder-length hair, but he wears it up in a ponytail, a short ponytail, and has his bangs hanging in the front, bit of stubble, Um, very pale. Uh, But he walks in, sees you all, gives you all a a nod and a smile, and then just takes a seat along with you as Major Kosev then uh, begins to explain what he has called you all here for. So, we have a new mission that I am looking for you all to help me out with and help out the city with. Major or Lieutenant Salem here, he's going to be going on a caravan trip up north to our uh, coastal city of Stormhome. Uh, Stormhome, the, mi- the water miners up there have found precious gems that uh, are very integral to the city. These are what are known as dragon shards. Uh, very ancient gems that hold great power and uh, will the city and the uh, major uh, arcanists want to bring them here to study them and to see what power we can use them for. These are very highly precious gems and they need to be guarded with your life. I'm trusting you all because uh, Salem here has spoken very highly of you, of you all. And he believes, and he believes that you all can uh, complete this task uh, with nut with ease. So uh, let Salem take this away. Uh, I trust that you all will do the city proud. Uh, here you'll find fifty gold each for you, and when you have come back with the three dragon shards, there will be a hundred more for you. Good luck. As then he gets up, uh, nods to you all, and leaves the room. As Salem's kind of sitting back and just like claps his hands and opens them up, is like, "Well, y'all ready for a road trip? I know the majority of you hate being in the city, and believe me, I'm sometimes not as fond of it as myself. But uh, you know, uh, figured you guys would be good for this type of thing, and." put on my pack. (laughs) Uh, So we'll be leaving in uh, 
a few hours. Yeah. I have to go get some things ready. Um, but base, but meet me up uh, at the northeast uh, gates, and uh, I'll meet you there. I'll gather up some horses for us, um, and you can go around get some more supplies if you need it. And I'll meet you there in uh, two hours. Sounds good. Sounds cool. Yeah. Cool. As then he leaves, and you guys are now free to spend the next two hours doing any whatever you would like. Is if you there need like to. an armory that we get to have, like like a cage to love? <laughs> so basically, the plan. Oh, uh, Salem also explains that the plan is that you'll be going up north to meet the caravan outside of Stormhome in the Grey Woods. Um, what you will have to do, though, is go through the passage that goes through the Star Peak Mountains. Um, it's basically an old mining. Uh, sitting outside of Star Peaks is uh, Ascalos, which is an old mining town, and they have passageways through the mountains. Uh, it's a lot faster than going around because the woods that surround the mountains are very dense, and there's no trails. Um, so they would go around. So uh, the plan is to spend. The trip is going to take a week. To go there and back, um, and yeah, the plan is to go up there, meet them, bring them back. There you go. So, uh, where are you asking, Roddy? Oh, um, Lieutenant Tillum, is there an armory that we can check to prepare? Um, so basically, with the weapons, what you have found over the past uh, little while staying here is that there's not really any sellers of arms. Um, no one really sells weapons. It's kind of not banned, but it's controlled by the government and by the guards. And really, the only places for weapons are the basic armory that the uh, Fairhold guardsmen have. And then there are some th- items that can be purchased near um, the southeast area, which is near the docks, because it's where the most trade happens. Um, the very end of from the ocean uh, near where Stormhome is, it leads a river that goes all the way down, all the way to the end where Fairhaven is. So this is where some trade with other continents, such as its neighboring uh, territory and other cities around will trade. So there are some supplies there, um, but really there's not really anywhere that sells weapons. Because as you see, as you walk around in the city, you can see that the people that are around the city are more, not higher class people, more, um, hmm? Boring. <laughs> more aristocratic people. There's a lot of government. There's a lot of uh, uh, education. This city also has a university. Um, Do any of us take a class while we're here? Uh, Nisa said that she wanted to keep studying languages, so she's gotten some books and is trying to learn more and more languages as she goes. Um, but basically, yeah, most businesses and everything in the city is very um, self-contained. Um, and then all the fields and farms that are around it, the people that work there don't actually live in the city. They live in outside towns and then come work at the fields and bring the supplies and sell them in the city. So, yeah, for arms, there's not too much. The base, if you were to go into the basic armory, you'd find kind of the same stuff that you already have. Um, you can't really 
carry too much more unless you wanted to like fill up on if you had like javelins or if you had like throwing axes or something you could like stock up on those um for whatever you're you know normally proficient in but and those would just be free like or if you had daggers you could just be given them they're nothing 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 special is there uh anything else you want to see what types of shops there are we have two hours to kill. <laughs> this is going to be a week-long adventure, I guess, excursion. Three days there, three and a half days there, and hopefully only three days back. I mean, how are you for rations? Um, you all are stocked up on your, uh, uh, whatever your packs are, so I believe it's ten days. Okay, so we're good. Yeah, it's uh, 10 days of rations, so. What did we normally do for fun? Um, (laughs) Well, uh, are you looking to try to get different supplies? There are potion shops. There are taverns. There are libraries. Really? It's a week-long trip? I kind of just want to, like, relax. I don't want to go and, like do a bunch of stuff like just go like chill in a tavern play some games okay what is, what is <laughs> everybody like, else looking to do the, I would go in search of like a potion shop yeah do you mind perusing a potion shop and then after you can go to tavern shopping maybe something cool take a jaunty yeah. walk maybe around the city way. yeah I'm gonna sure. I'll there scroll could be around like the a city. relaxing potion okay Never know. That's called beer. Uh, Well, you actually know of a potion shop that's in the city. Um, It's uh, by a lovely man. He's he's a half elf. Um, His name's uh, Marvin, and he owns the Golden Canary, Mm. uh, which is located in. um, Where does my notes say here? It's uh, just north of the university. So uh, this building to the south here is the university. So it's actually very close. It's just right around here. It doesn't take you guys too long to get there. Um, you, uh, it takes only like maybe like 20, 10, 20 minutes or something. Uh, as you walk in, you can see that the, it's not that big of a shop, um, but boy, is it packed full of things. Yeah, Marvin is kind of a kind of a hoarder, if you would say. Um, as when you walk in, uh, the little bell instead of like a ding, it makes like a little birdie sound because it's the golden canary. Um, and then he, then you hear a voice from the back side come, comes out and says, "I'll just be a minute, dears." As yeah, a few seconds later, he comes out. Just arms stretched with very fine robes on, uh, very bright blonde long hair. Just comes around and says, Well, hello there, friends. How are you doing? Oh, double log, it's so nice to see you again. It's been a while. I haven't, I don't think I've met you and the rest of you before. Hello, I'm Marvin. Hello, Cosmo. I go out and shake your hands. Well, thank you. Ivo, it's it's lovely to meet you all. Well, I, th- I, I moisturize every day. Are you pets know? allowed in your store? Hmm? Are pets allowed in your store? Why? It's called the Golden Canary. As then yeah. you <laughs> like see, like, you, you notice that above there are a few cages with birds in them. But they're, but they're locked up and they're not like squawking or anything. They're just like chirping, whatever. 
And then you see his courage come out from around you. He's like, ooh, what an exotic pet. Where did you get that? Ooh, he's a fierce-looking fellow. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You're the strong, silent type. I like that. Your favorite. (laughs) Are you looking for anything today? Uh, Are you just poking around? What are you all up to this fine morning? Definitely not going to find any danger. Do you have any health potions? Health potions? Um, let me see. As he goes over to a shelf and kind of peruses along just a bunch of random bottles and everything, um, you can see that he is very much, he is, he is an alchemist. Um, he practices in herbalism and um, alchemy, science and magic, like mixing them together. He, he mostly does potions, some magic tomes or whatever, but he goes through and he sees a few and he's like, um, currently I'm pretty stocked up on common healing potions. Um, I have a few greater ones, but, um, I will admit, the price of them currently is, is, unfortunately, the stock is just pretty high. Um, if you're looking for, uh, a greater healing potion, uh, that's gonna cost you 500 gold per potion. Hmm. While the common ones, uh, they're about uh, 50 to 100, depending on how many you buy, I could give you a deal. Ooh. Two um, for one. Yeah. <laughs> you would like one. Oh, no, I said two. I said two for one. Two for one. Well, mm, <laughs> yeah. More what like, happens if we buy more ten? More like, you more said like, deal. More like five for the price of four, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I have a business to run, friends, of course. course. You guys are embarrassing me in front of my friends. (laughs) You guys know each other. Over a couple of months, uh, ever since I saw... She seems awfully embarrassed, blushing in her olive skin. (laughs) I don't know why. Your friends are lovely, dear. They're such exotic-looking people. You don't get a few... You don't get many tieflings or half-orcs in the cities. Do not react kindly to exotic. No. I, lo- I love we it. We can say that. <laughs> I mean no offense, friend. This is why you're embarrassing me in front I of my friends. I mean no offense, friend. I take it as a compliment. That's what I friends mean, are for. I mean it as a compliment. I mean it as a compliment. Then you're the best friend I've ever had. I love oh, your eyes. I do love your eyes. I heart. Mm. <laughs> They're unique, even amongst mine. He then, he then, like giggles. He like chuckles a little bit and winks at you. Um, Ooh, spark! He's coming in hot. <laughs> um, Marvin, do you have any potions for stealth or uh, relaxation? Stealth or le- like a stealth Rela- potion isn't we- even going to help you. Relaxation. <laughs> relaxation. So like guys. So like an otherworldly Xanax. So like a a, a, po- a sleeping potion. Or <laughs> I mean, what are you looking? Are you, say you, are you wanted trying to, to have a good time. Oh, I have potions <laughs> for that, my friend. You believe me? But that's gonna. Oh. Okay, we could forage those things. True. True. Uh, yeah, uh, never mind. We'll just have beer. Uh, so stealth. I can also, I, if you're ever looking for something specific, I can also, I take special orders. They take some time you and money, but they can happen. 
Of course. Many oh, poisons cool. of sorts. Po poison potions? Yeah. I, I already have some. What type? Well, let me just go ahead and check my ledger. <laughs> Let's see here. Hard Potion ready. of poison. I'm just going to play with one of the birds. And, and you do, you look and you, you, it's, it's a little macaw. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's mm. one of those. Mm. While he's doing that, can I like nudge Cosmones as I think he likes you? Not interested. <laughs> <laughs> and then I pet Courage to distract him from the birds. <laughs> Courage is just like looking at like, just excited. It's like, mm, licks its lips. <laughs> uh, let's see. Potion. A poison. Uh... It'll cost you, if you buy a few other things, I could give you a deal, of course. Um, but normally them by themselves is around 400. <laughs> um, and what it, what it does is basically you, but you have to, you do have to feed it to someone or if you wanted that effect, mm -hmm. which I'm not saying to do. But, you know, maybe it's for your friend. Uh, basically what it does is uh, if you drink, if, if someone drinks it, uh, they take 3d6 poison damage. And they have to make a constitution saving throw or be poisoned permanently. Hmm. Hmm. I think I'm going to pass on the poison this time. All right. That's no problem. I'm interested you, in the health potions, though. The health po well, the, uh, the uh, greater? No, the common. The, the commons, common. of course. Um, that's perfectly fine. So, how many? Well, you mentioned the five for four, possibly. Mate, I persuade you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was already a deal. If you want to... If you want to persuade me more, I'm not, I won't say no. <laughs> okay, well, how much will it be for, for five? I'll, because, because you're such nice people and friends of, of, of Double Luck here, I will say uh, five common healing potions for 400 gold. Sure. Okay. So Murgoff, 500. Or, or 400 gold, and you get five common healing potions. Nice! Which uh, they do um, when you use it. Uh, so to drink it yourself takes a bonus action. To feed it to someone else takes an action. Mm -hmm. And they mm -hmm. do 2d4 plus 2. If you want to write that down in a place so you remember. 2d4. 2d4 plus 2. Okay. Is there anything else, friends? You want to look at anything? Do you need uh, some suggestions? It looks like you're just kind of taking it easy What's today. What's your favorite potion? My favorite potion? It's my first time here. Hmm. It's hard to say. It's because they take so long. Some of them take very long to make, and then you get tired of them, and you're like, and you just want to choke someone. You know, I, but that aside. Um, 
interesting aside. Well, there's many potions. Alchemy is, is a giant field, and and the art the the art of it takes years and years to learn. There's different things for um, resisting certain elements, or or uh, even increasing your strength and your power, or even becoming visible. Things like that. Ooh, I like that one. I'm quite clumsy. <laughs> Nah, you must be gentle as a lamb, or some animal that is gentle. (laughs) I'm trying to be, I'm trying, I'm I'm running out of compliments. Uh, Wait, did we hear that? Thank you for being so nice to No, it's whispered, whispered into her. I'm just like nodding, like, oh, he's so nice. (laughs) Well, I think that conversation ended. Beer? Yeah. Well, I hope you all enjoy your day and week long journey. And and, and come back anytime to see me and just to talk. Uh, or if you're ever interested in me making something, I am always open to taking new exciting orders. Awesome. Well, thank you. All right, take Have, Have a, a good day. day. You're the best. <laughs> As then you guys leave the Golden Canary and walk out into the streets again. You're looking for a tavern? Yeah. Yeah. Should we try um, something new, or should we go to our regular? Well, so the ones that... There's you, only one. <laughs> uh, roll a... Roll a... Oh, I'm going to make you roll here. My foodie inside Ivor is getting curious. Roll, <laughs> roll a history. Me? Yes. Which one? Uh, says the d20. Whenever you make a skill check, you roll your d20, and then you add whatever skill it is. Mm. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. Um, so from your knowledge of being in the city, uh, there's a few taverns that you have visited among the different areas around. Um, there's the Warden's Pit, which you guys are always at. Not exciting. No. Same people. Uh, otherwise, there are two other ones that you've been to. There's one that is close to where you're supposed to meet Salem, um, and that's known as uh, the Lock and Key. Or there's one close to by uh, by the waterfronts and by the docks, and it's called the Broken Mast. Mm. And from your mem- remembering... Um, not too much difference between the two. Obviously, the one near the coastal area, a lot of sailors go to, so it's a bit more, sometimes a bit more exciting. Hmm. Um, but of course, the other one is as close to where your destination is going to be. So it's up to you. it's up to you. And you kind of just ex- do. You, do you explain this to the group? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I give you the rundown. Where are we meeting? In Salem again. Uh, the You're locking key. northeast gate. So, oh, yeah, so yeah. do we want to be practical? That's right. I mean, or do we like things? And then, and, the and, broken mass isn't that far away. Really. I mean... Yeah, the uh, lock and key is around here. Well, in this kind of northeast area. Where are we right now? You are currently right here. Well, also, let's it's go on to the, the broken way. mass. It's on the way. So it's around here. We're going to be around the same people the whole time. Let's go to like... Rowdy it up before we go. Always getting us rowdy. Sailors! <laughs> yeah. 
They're adding to Burgermast. Yes. All right, so it takes you uh, not too long to get there. You trying to remember exactly which way to go down this street. Okay, down this street. And it's getting busier as as, uh, the day is slowly progressing and starting up. Um, You do finally get there. Uh, As you reach this area of the city, you can see that the, the, the castle walls that surround the city at this area where they come to meet the river, they kind of, uh, they tone down. They they do get smaller. It's not as big a de- as of a defense because then it opens up to the docks where most of the trading is happening. As you get around this area, you can see that there's a big hustle and bustle um, as uh, ships are, start, are about to go out and some are coming in. There's a lot of trading going around and there's a lot of pop-up shops also around people just trying to sell different foods and goods and whatnot um but you do eventually make your way to the broken mast and it's this kind of not run down tavern but it's it 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 is a hole in the wall it's very much so and it's called the broken mast because the building itself is made out of an old chip and directly out of the center is the mast and it's crooked and broken neat not the most clever of names. It's very <laughs> literal, but it's uh, basically a tavern in an old broken <clears throat> chip. Can I do a perception check? What are you What are you looking for? Uh, I'm just looking for like other shops in the area. Uh, sure. Well, uh, what do you What kind of shops? Mm, I don't know. So you're just looking around generally to see what yeah you know, what's I need around? to get to know the neighborhoods. Okay, so make a make a perception. Mm, where's my perception again? <laughs> Under skills. 19. 19. Uh, so you look around, you can see there's a bunch of kind of pop-up like uh, goods. So like there's obviously fish, um, different fruits and vegetables. Um, there's a few different uh, types of shops. There's a few just general goods. Uh, some kind of places that would sell kind of food, but then also kind of gear and like it, it would sell adventuring gear per se uh, because um, this is the area where people will say all this world come in and stock up on what they need so chains and ropes mm. and and whatever uh, types of gears and equipment that they need and you can see that's around this area is primarily basically just kind of the docks and that sort of thing there's nothing too flashy and and special that's how they try to draw people into the city. So this is mainly just for the people that are here every day or every week or so. Mm-hmm. Do I see the word boots anywhere? <laughs> uh, make an investigation check. Uh, Twelve. Twelve? Um, not in your general in the general vicinity of the Broken Mast. Um, you, This is just you looking around in your general vicinity and you don't see it right. You don't see any kind of shop that says that mm-hmm. right away. Cool, cool. Into the bar! Thank goodness. <laughs> now that I've perceived my surroundings. <laughs> so you enter into the bar. Uh, there's not too many people in here. It's, it's still the morning time. There's a few sailors... Um, around sitting at a table just getting the, to start their day 
uh, as you walk in, um, you see that uh, the the barkeep who's there, um, his name's uh, you've met him before. His name's Jarrett. Um, he is uh, is a human, a uh, bit older, got a salt and pepper beard going on and kind of longer hair. Um, he's just washing up and, and cleaning stuff. The the outside looks very ramshackled and hobbled together, while the inside actually looks not too bad. It's it's uh, for a hole in the wall. It's actually pretty nice, and it's very it is decked out sailor theme. <laughs> like the, like the like there's old ship uh, uh, steering wheels, and there's like nets and. Uh, they have a tank over at the one side that has lobsters in it, like live lobsters um, that uh, you can grab and then have the chef cook up for you personally. Um, but currently the mood in here isn't very rowdy. It's very, uh, very calm at the moment. There's a few people in here drinking before they go and start their day, but otherwise it's, it's a very calm atmosphere as uh, you guys enter. Cool it's very calm in here. Mm. Yeah, what's the deal? Sailors are always around. Where are they now? I guess loading up the ships and such. Whatever work they do. I don't know what they do. Did you want to get to know a sailor? I mean, like, friend-wise? I want to go no. talk to the ones that are there. Well, I want to go talk to Jarrett first. Okay, so you walk up to uh, walk up to the bar, and the bar is taller than you. Uh, <laughs> so you call out to him, and he looks around, and he's like, Eh? What? He looks over the bar, he's like, Ah, double lock! How is it going? How are you today, little miss? Good. Though, embarking on another long trek, so... Oh, yeah? I want to drink some before I go. Oh, well, I'll serve you right <laughs> up. Are, are you with these folks here? Yes. All right, then. We uh, to make no new friends. <laughs> round. Yeah. Ra- People are... People who stand off as in racist men. Round for <laughs> round for all of you. Yeah, stop. Alrighty. And he <laughs> grabs a couple glasses, serves each of you at the bar. Wait. Oh, wait, did you really serve it? Yes. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you should have spoke up, Roddy. If you I'm want so some sorry. Specific. It happened so fast. <laughs> but I wanted the famous Fairhaven. Wait. I wanted the red wine. If, yeah. if that's the case, do you at least have one of those things that's like an umbrella that you could put in it? I mean, it is a sailor, I assume. Ooh, invent it. Invent it now in this world. <laughs> he look, he looks under the counter and he like takes one out, <laughs> plops it in your drink for you. Now I'm very excited to cheers. Woo! I have an umbrella. <laughs> You guys all cheers. Cheers to going around the mountains, surely. (laughs) As then, out from the bathroom, out from the bathroom, you hear groaning and stumbling out just the drunkest man in the world you've ever seen. And he's dressed to the nines as as some sort of sea captain. And he's just there. He's like, no one go in there. Oh, (laughs) Unless you want to challenge yourself, then be my guest. As he then just walls over the bar and he's just like, Jared, I have two others, please. And he just walks over. He's like, 
you've had enough for three days. Um, I've, you've literally been here for past three days nonstop. I, I had to kick you out when I closed. And then when I came back here in the morning, you were here. I think you're pretty good. He's like, nah, mate, nah, you don't understand. I need two more. Two more, please. And he plops down, like, a bunch of coins. And Jared kind of looks at him, he's like, okay. And then he just serves up two pints to him, and the guy, like, downs the one. And then slowly sips the other. You see him, like, sip it and, like, stop for a second, he's like, And then keeps, and then downs the last one, and then puts them both down, he's like, Thank you, my good man, as he reaches out his hand to shake his hand, and then he just falls back and blacks <laughs> out onto the floor. <laughs> well, that was quite the scene. Should, like should we wake up this drunken sailor and try to convince him to just sail us to where we're going? And just totally change the plan. Wait, but isn't it, like, on land where we're going? It's not at the edge. Wait, is it a port that we're going to? I'll be so much further. You're meeting in uh, in the forest. Well, let's just make friends with him. We never know. Mm. I want to make friends with him. Okay. I mean, what happens if you know I just want to sail away for some fun times? Come sail away. Come Bye. sail away. And he could sing his Cosmo's favorite song that he made himself. sail away with me. <laughs> yeah. I just, made, I just made that up. Just yeah, it's, he's very good. It's very musical. We were friends with the bard, so that's why. <laughs> uh, I have uh, can I go or something. to him and just... See if he's okay, if he, like, like nudge his collarbone. Sure. Uh, you go up and, and poke him. Nothing. He, and you just, you just hear him go. <coughs> he is out. Uh, cool. Jarrett, do you have any water? Can I? And he, like, you, you turn around and say that to him as he already is carrying a bucket of water. He just, like, reaches out and hands it to you. Chuck it on his face. Well, that's the faster approach. Yeah. Chuck it on his face. Uh, and, yeah, he, it, as soon as it hits him, he's like, oh, hmm, ah, hmm. Did I urinate on myself? Yes. Ah, shit. <laughs> he gets up and he's just, like, <laughs> why, like just dripping everywhere. He's like, I'm very sorry about that. Um... Who, why did you throw? Why? Why? Who? Well, you were unconscious. You can't just let you die there on the floor. That's just ridiculous. It's not like I was. I mean, I could have drowned in my own pee, but. <laughs> fine, thank you. Um, man with horns. Uh, why have you been here for three days? Because I'm, I'm looking for a new ship. And what happened to the other ship? Well, you see. Well, you see. I was attacked by uh, another ship. (laughs) And. Wow. They just took my ship and left me. Are you a pirate, so or was t- this a mutiny? I'm... That is rude. So they... T- but yes. <laughs> to both? What was the question again? Sorry? Are you a pirate? That's rude. 
Did they mute it? Yes. <laughs> Did your crew mutiny? Because where are they? they? You know. Well, you see, the <laughs> when I say the other ship, I mean my ship that they took from me and put me in the dinghy, and then they shot down my dinghy. Hang on, though. Hmm. So now you want another ship? I need a ship. I'm a captain. Damn it. Yeah, but they took your ship. Mm, this might be a good time to take a hard a look at your captain. If you are a pirate worth your salt, you get your ship back. This is like an mm. intervention. Mm. This is why I never had a ship. He just sits there kind of Where is your very ship confused by what's happening in his head. <laughs> and he's like, the logic is just dumbfounding him. And then he like looks up and he's like, is probably sailing on the other side of the continent by now. Probably sailing uh, towards Agarosin, but they don't have what I have. What do you have? They don't have the cheese bone. They don't have this. As he then pulls out uh, a compass, and it's in a very simple box. Doesn't look fancy at all. Like, I don't have this. Is it a special compass? Oh, it's the most wondrous of compasses. How? As he opens it up and, and points it at you. I, I look at it, is it any different? <laughs> it, it's a compass, but it is not pointing in a direction at all. Can I? It is constantly moving back and forth. And then you look at him and he's like, It seems broken. <laughs> Can I do an arcana check? As he, as he close as he's about to close it. Uh sure. Make an arcana check. I mean to be fair, I'm not very good at this, so <laughs> <laughs> So I'd be like, huh, yeah, seems legit like just to it's going all over the place. One. <laughs> oh, you are, you're, 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 you're mesmerized. You, you are mesmerized by this character and by what he's holding in his hands. That the thought of it being magical is too far out from your mind, and you're just blown away by what is happening in this given moment. Can I move him out of the way? As he closes it and just goes and starts to like. He like turns around and he starts walking and kind of stumbling. He's like, no one's ever gonna find old Captain Morrow without this. Jooby jooby zoo. As he just starts like walking and dancing with himself. This guy. Are you Captain Morrow? Who's asking? As he turns around and points at you. Who's asking? Cosmo. The tiefling from hell. I don't want to be presumptuous, but I believe that is that you, or is that you? Oh, that's him. I can't. I'm Ivor. Be you, as he points at he points at the gnome. Ivor, Ivor, I, I, V, O, R, yeah. Ivor. It's close. <laughs> Cosmo. Cosmo. I'll remember that. Surely. Surely. 
Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> I'm Morrow. As he turns around and then fades glance into the ground <laughs> again. Can Ooh. Can I sneak over and like do a check on his artificial check on his compass? Uh so what are you trying to do? See if his compass is actually special or if it's just broken. So you're just gonna try to take it off his off of his body? Okay, so uh, yeah, I need you to make I need you to make a sleight of hand check. Okay, how do I do that? <laughs> it's one of the one of the skills. So D twenty. Is that dexterity? Yeah. Oh, oh. It's de- yeah, it's dexterity. I would never be able to do that. <laughs> Sixteen. Nice. I <laughs> uh, you walk over. And just kind of look and see his face, and he's on the ground just like this, and drool is coming out of his mouth. And you can see it hanging, uh, like, wrapped around his wrist, and he's holding it. It's just, like, lightly clutched in his hands as you go lift up his hand and then pull it out. And now you're holding it, and he's still on the ground, knocked out. Okay. So you're looking at it. Cool. So what do you, Let's run away. Let's so what run away you, now. What do you want to do with it? I want to do a check to see, like a history, an artifice check. Yeah. Is that what I say? Okay. <laughs> can I do that? Yeah. So okay. you can do anything. Roll this one again. Yeah. Too. So roll d twenty, um, and because because of your yeah. ability, you just add your it's a it's a history check, but you double it. Uh so oh, you, add two. Perf- yeah, oh, so you add four. Oh. So you add four. Oh, okay. Twenty. Twenty. Uh, as you look at it, you can see that this is obvi- this is a not normal compass. Ah. You don't exactly know what its ability is, but as you look around it, you can see that it's, it's a very simple wooden box with this kind of dark stone at the top of it. As you look around, you can see these weird different carvings all around the box, and they're kind of sporadic, but they appear to all be meanings and stories in different languages and whatnot, then it's all different all over as if this had been passed on by many different hands. Um, as you go to try to open it, though, uh, it it's, it's stuck. And as you uh, or keep looking at the box, you see on the bottom, uh, you see it is written... Uh, in uh, a different language. What languages do you know? Uh, common, Gnomish, Draconic, and Elvish. It's written, it, it's, <laughs> wow, it's actually written in Draconic. <laughs> um, it, and it says, dead men tell no tales. Did he just die? No. Yeah. But when you read that, do okay. you do you just read it? Oh, in I read your head? it out loud. You read it out loud. As yeah. soon as you read it out loud, it opens mm. up, and it you see the compass, and it's just pointing in random directions. I want you to make a persuasion check. Oh, no, a sentient compass. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's a movie right there. Ah. It just ends and just adds this? Yeah, persuasion. 19. 19? Uh, as you kind of just look at it and see it just 
darting around, all of a sudden you focus your mind and it just like points in a single direction. As you kind of look and adjust yourself, you see it's pointing northeast. Oh. That's where we need to go. Yeah. Mm. That's pretty bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, are we just taking this now, guys? Well. (laughs) Because, like, I feel like we should leave a note at least. (laughs) Can I, like... You, as you're having this discussion, you you see him on the ground and he's just like... Yeah, mommy, uh... No, don't take my ship. I want my ship. At this time, can I ask him, but can we take your compass? To to him as he's asleep? Yeah. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> well, you guys run fast, whatever. <laughs> so you can just leave it behind. Damn it! <laughs> One? Yeah. As as he's sleep, as he's asleep, he's like, no, no, it's, no, no, it only it points towards what I want. It showed me eternal life. No, mommy, no. As he as you feel like he's going to wake up very soon from this nightmare that he's having that you've helped induce. Eternal life he's after, eh? Hmm. This is a d- ethical I like... dilemma. Hmm. <laughs> I think we should probably just. I mean, we should. We should probably just take it. But this Seraphina, guy. Seraphina has been saying back this whole time. Just am- she's Seraphina has been saying back Ooh. this whole time. Amused, and she's sitting there going, "Can we borrow it? This is amazing." That's what I'm thinking. Can we ask Jarrett? How often has he seen this guy in here? Like, how how often has he come in? Jarrett's like he's he he's been here the past three days. Right. I've never seen him before. Right. I think we should leave it with him. No! Leave it Seraph- with him. Seraphine is sitting there is like, take it. Let's take it. What? That doesn't sound like her. <laughs> Look. I know. Okay, I have to say we have to at least leave a note or we borrow it. In my, when I do bad things, bad things happen to me. So <laughs> You're not doing this. It's I got okay. it. <laughs> You should, go sit over there. <laughs> we, should, we should make this decision now. Take it. You sit we should take it. there. Take it or leave it. I'm going to ask him again if we can borrow it. Drink. So you're going to ask. <laughs> leave him alone. Roll a persuasion check. But whisper it. Can we borrow it? Three. What the <laughs> But I whispered. <laughs> can we borrow it? Uh, as you whisper this to him. Uh, please, please. There's a please in there. Uh, he just starts snoring very loudly now, and he's kind of curled up into a, a fetal position. Snore if that means yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> that works. That works in my nature. That works in my nature. <laughs> I guess we're taking it. But just so you know, even a drunk man is going to remember a half-orc and a fucking tiefling. We can leave the note if you want, and, but what uh, I but if we leave the note, I think it should just be a pep talk note. Stay here for a week in this town. Get your shit together before you go and you set off. Writing all this on a on parchment. <laughs> yes, okay. on a coaster. Okay. Can I put my umbrella on it too? It's colorful. <laughs> Sure. Just slide it into his hand. So you guys write this note about 
You need to take your ship back. Forget eternal life. You need to get your ship back. Have, have him a go week visit, to prepare. Give him Marvin's name as like a nice guy to go visit, and he'll help him out. We have a week to prepare. We did this for you. Lay off. We're the like drink. sort of we're creating a do you, side do quest. You include, for like do you include <laughs> visit Marvin? No, you no, mean I don't like, know this guy. I'm not showing him to my friend <laughs> and the friends. birds, right. the macaw. So just stay a week and stop drinking. Yes. Or like whatever. To prepare. Or whatever. But it, nowhere in that note did we mention we took his compass. Okay. We're just hoping he'll be there in a week, so we can go back. There's some shady biz that I feel nothing about. <laughs> it's only me that has ethical dilemma, guys. Yeah, it's true. You stole something. You, d- I did. And as we're walking out of the bar, you just stole something. <laughs> you make it so I can't go back. Yeah. Okay. And as you get that, there you no, go. No, she stole it, and they basically made me go out. But I asked him politely, and he snored that he said yes. <laughs> and yeah, here's no, and and a... Nisa has joined us. Hi. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. Seraphita said yes. She said yes to steal it. Yeah, no, I, w- I wouldn't have. I said you yes. Did, did, yeah. You it was did. a very funny situation, and you're just like playing into what was happening. Oh yeah, no, that sounds right. Yeah, I would do that. <laughs> no, no, no. no, this was his only livelihood. Let's basically, go. Let's, let's keep on walking. Basically, you uh, before leaving out on the adventure, you visited a potion shop and then went to this bar near the docks. I visited the, a potion shop. You all did. Oh yeah. okay. He and nice. Cosmo bought some. And you went you to university too. I went to university. <laughs> <laughs> you have vi- My characters going to be so happy. It's a little misleading. Have, yeah, yeah. No. You have visited the library of oh, the, the university. university. Even better. Okay. <laughs> but so Cosmo bought some healing potions. Um, Did I buy a book? No, you have. You have. You're borrowing it from the library. You got, <gasps> don't lose your library card. Um, <laughs> and then you decided to go have a have a have a drink. <laughs> then you decided to go have a drink uh, at a bar, and uh, it's this one that was by the docks called the Broken Mast. And in there, you've met an interesting character who is a drunken captain. Um, and, and was boasting about how he he got um, he got. Uh, Wait, can I quickly what, go back? Mutant, there was a mutiny on a ship. Mutinied. Like an add-on. Like you don't um, find the compass, the compass finds you. <laughs> on the on the notes. Yeah. What are some yes. of the other things written on the set? I want to make it seem like it's magic as well. <laughs> but so basically, uh, he was boasting about how he's mutinied and that. Uh, they'll never find what they're looking for without this. And he held up a compass, and then he passed <laughs> out. Idiot. He passed out drunk, and now Double Lock has uh, the compass. Is that your name? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sweet. Locks throw not only once but double, double, double. Uh, is it that you pick locks? So but you know how to do Her heart double. is double locked. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna go with that one. Because totally. of the past, the dark past. <laughs> Don't we all have dark pasts? No. Yeah. Only I have a no. <laughs> Nothing ever bad happened to Cosmo. Sorry. Okay. Nothing so. bad ever. <laughs> so do, where you, do I need to update things on my sheet? Um money. The only thing the only thing would be Experience. How much money do you have? 
Don't you take my money away? No, no, no. I'm not taking it away. I just want to. Because um, we got a little bit more money. Oh, I like money. How, um, mu- how much do you have? Where's my money? 412. We got 50 for the. Well, I would I would have said that since being in the city and working a bit, I'll give you another 100. Um, and you got 50 for your current mission, and you're going to get another 100 when you Ooh, come hang back. On. Hang on. So that's five. And then that was a one, so that makes it a 60. So I have five, 60. Okay. okay. And then what experience points are you at? Um, I'm at 1,200. Fourteen fifty. <laughs> Just to play a little keep up. Okay. It's gonna be Zalo. All right. So this new campus. Now walking in the. Um, now walking in the. Is the compass still leading us there? Nah. Uh, <laughs> you're like you're not even gonna put it in my pocket. Fine. If you were to take a look at it, it is still pointing. In that direction. Can I make a perception check for the whole walk? <laughs> what are what are you looking for? Boots. Ooh. Okay. I really want these boots. I need, boots. I need, I need new boots. As as you're walking, I want boots. As you're walking through the eastern uh, ward, known as the Florina Ward. Uh, okay, roll a perception. Well, it's to be an investigation check because right. you're looking for something very specific. Yeah, investigation check. Are you also looking at people that are wearing boots? It's nine. Nine. Uh, You're looking around as you guys are just walking. You're just like taking quick glances at everything. Um, You're walking through a street. As you're about to turn a corner, you look back and you think you catch a glimpse of something, but you're really not too sure. Uh, But as your group keeps walking, you continue to walk with them. Courage following behind you. Cool, cool. As you guys make your way towards uh, the northeast gate, where you said you were going to meet Salem to start heading out on your journey. Um, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, you know. Um, so Thanks. you meet him there by, uh, by the stables that are just at the uh, gate. He's acquired a horse for each of you um, as you're going to head out. Does Double Lock really need a horse? Because she could probably just ride Courage. I mean, do you, would you want I don't to know ride Courage his is down? A horse is very large. Yeah. The pony? Is it a pony? Well, I mean, pony? you could share. I don't want to share. For size. I want my own. Do you want your own pony? Yes. Okay. So Salem then. <laughs> Salem's like, um... Yeah, and um, just give me a second. As he then like goes back in the stable, and then he comes out with a shorter pony. Yeah, I just want to say that was really inconsiderate of him to just assume that I wanted a horse and not think about how high off the ground I would be. I want my horse. I want my pony. Okay, there's there's a pony. <laughs> Is it a Shetland? I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. It's just really presumptuous. Although, wait, this is really random. Hey, now, Grim. But am yeah. I am I artistic? Because I'm artistic. No, because we can't take photos. So part of me laughs at this gnome on a horse, and then part of me wants to take a picture of it. So I kind of want to draw it. So you get. I'm just curious for myself. I mean, this is a nice skill to know. I don't know in this world if I'm artistic, but it'd be good to know. 
Mm. I whittle. <laughs> you you do you do actually. Um, so you want to sketch or yes. like draw? Yes. Her on the horse because it's funny. <laughs> With your permission. Make, of course. Make a. I would like to strike a really dramatic pose. Oh, oh. oh my die rolls have been cool. performance check. Yeah, it's gonna be a performance check. So each time I draw, I have to do a performance. Well, check. it's gonna see how well you how well you draw. Seventeen. Okay, so you find that you're like you're kind of inspired, so you take out some some papers and and a quick piece of uh, a charcoal that you 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 have um, in in your herbalism kit. And you're just inspired for some reason to draw this very tiny creature, this gnome, uh, on this normal-sized horse, and, and you drive, <laughs> and it's not too far off. You're, you, you know, you don't get any shading, um, but your your composition is pretty good. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you you throw in some background there, uh, and you capture a pretty good image of of your friend Double Lock here. I offered her as to remember this occasion. That's so sweet. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that about So you have a drawing of yourself from Ivor. Ivor, Ivor, that's a pretty sweet drawing. Yay! Although no shadings, I'm sorry. I didn't know you had it in you. Yeah. No, you just have to sometimes ask yourself. I think we're all impressed. Oh, I should try to draw more often. As then you look up and Salem's 30 feet ahead of you riding on the horse, and he just like looks back and he's just like turns back and keeps going. <laughs> Can I like scream like worth it? <laughs> sure. Okay. And he just he just like gives you a thumbs up and then does this and just like waves like come on we gotta go. Oh, this Salem guy is pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Let's Roll's The Flames of Eberron Campaign. What adventures await our heroes now that they leave the city of Fairhaven and head towards the Star Peak Mountains? Be sure to follow the Let's Roll podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to listen to episodes a week early and get behind-the-scenes goodies, then consider supporting Let's Roll on Patreon. Take care, traveler, and see you next time.